you ready? I said, are you ready for Let's Talk World Hockey? And now, here are our hosts, Beth and Courtney. Apologize for the like six week hiatus, but do we have ADHD? Do we have ADHD and went through like a medication change? Is that like a thing that happened? I mean, (laughs) that was fun. Uh, But but guys, we're back, season three, episode fifty two. Let's talk low hockey. Brought to you by Five and a Game Sports Network. I'm Beth. In case you forgot, that's Courtney over there, the demi goddess of chaos herself. in the flesh. Um, but we're back. I'm excited. Me too. Like, it's NHL playoff season. Yeah. It's AHL playoff season. <laughs> it's ECHL playoff season. It's it's plof season. Like, everybody's got the plofs. Woho plofs are over. Like, yeah, those are over. So it's not woho playoff season any longer. I know. I am sad. But, you know, I watched a whole lot of woho playoffs. So it's okay. Because I watched go. it. Um, and we're gonna and we're gonna talk about it because we got Let's some recap. We got some recapping to do. But of course, before we do that, please make sure you're following us on the socials. You can catch us at Talkwo Hockey Pod on the Twitter and the Instagram. On YouTube, we are at Let's Talk Well Hockey. Trust me, all the fun happens on video. You should definitely be watching this on YouTube. You can follow me on Twitter at Wonder Beppers, and of course, you can follow Courtney on Twitter at Courtney Dagger, and you can also go see the adorable picture that I just posted <laughs> of our cats meeting online for the very first time ever. Um, Gary and Baby finally met. I feel like they did. that needed to happen way sooner than it did, but it worked out. And, and neither cool. of them knew what was going on. Baby was upset because I was holding him. Gary was like, Mom, there's a cat! There's a cat! <laughs> Gary was staring daggers into... The computer monitor, like, Mom, how did you get a cat in there? <laughs> Mom, there's a cat in the computer. Baby was like, put me down, Mom. Let me go. Leave me, leave me alone. I just wanted to know where you were. <laughs> <laughs> but you can go see that adorable picture. It is on the Twitter. I posted it. Courtney shared it. Hilarity yeah. ensued. We were going to start recording a little while ago, but like cats and things. And <laughs> It's like eighty-eight, like, you know, hour and a half ago ish. <laughs> it's, it's it's fine. We're here. I mean, the people are going to see the episode tomorrow anyway, so it's exactly. totally fine. It's totally fine. They'll never know ever that we started an hour and a half late, other than the fact <laughs> that we just told them that we hit record an hour and a half later than we thought we were going to. Um. So, all all the woho things are pretty much done. Like when it comes to the woho. The PHF playoffs, donezo. IHF Women's World have happened. So, but I saw on Twitter today there was a rumor going around that perhaps there will be an expansion PHF team in Chicago. Uh, yes, I have seen that floating around as well, and I'm super stoked about that. Um, I, I just need it to be real. I need it to be real too. But I did also hear that. The expansion is not coming in season nine. Um, it is moving to season 10, which is kind of fun, though, because it's going to be the 10th 
That's season crazy. of the PHF, which is absolutely insane. Like 10 seasons. That would be a cool time to add some expansion teams. It would be. And I mean, with the way things are going with the salary cap and all of these new players with this interest in joining the PHF, even some formerly retired players coming back to play in the PHF. Um, there's some exciting stuff happening and I absolutely love it. But before we talk about like the free agency stuff and all of that, we got to talk about Toronto. <laughs> I mean, that's good. Good tease, Courtney, because that's kind of the end of the playoff situation. We Sorry, didn't... I got excited. <laughs> I know you got excited. We we we, we got to get through how how we got okay. there first. Okay, but... take me there, Beth. Take me there. You know, it would not you left be me alone. What happened? I didn't mean to leave you alone. Streamer just despises me and does this often where it just kicks me out of the studio. So it's fine. <laughs> you were just like, you already got to the end. We don't need to do this anymore. Peace. <laughs> Peace. All right. Anyway, Toronto won. Congratulations, six. Um, no, Take but <laughs> we, we do got to talk about the road to get there because. Obviously, the PHF this year did some playoff format expansions, and it was pretty exciting because it used to be, you know, like as early as season seven of the PHF, it was a free-for-all single elimination game tournament. The only team that got a bye last year was the first place team did not have to play in the first round because there's seven teams. So things are in that not or there were six teams and things are all unbalanced and things. So the whale got a bye. Okay. And didn't have to play in the very first round. But this year, the PHS gave us what we all love in hockey. We got a playoff series. A series. A series. And it was exciting. And the only thing that I wish was different is I wish that the higher seed was the host city for okay. the playoffs. As it stood prior to rate, you know, everything in the standings being finalized, it was announced that Boston and Toronto were going to be the host cities for the playoff series. Oh, that just oh, that brings back yeah. pain in my heart. Yeah. So regardless so of who played or where they were in the standings, Boston and Toronto were the host cities. So it was kind of like the NHL bubble then with Edmonton it was, and Toronto. Yes, it was a little, it was very akin to that. It was, okay. they had their, their playoff host cities and then the championship was in a whole different city. <laughs> um, so the first series, everybody was under the impression that the absolutely on fire first place in the league like goalie to end all goalie having team, the Boston Pride, we're going to take care of business, eliminate the Minnesota Whitecaps real quick, fast, and in a hurry. I'm pretty sure the last time we recorded, I said I was on the bandwagon for Boston. Yeah. And then the Whitecaps 
swept the Boston Pride. They were still carrying the spirit of Allie with them. Except what Allie was playing in Boston. I know. For Boston. But so, they had they had her spirit. They stole they had her, it. They had her spirit and just sent her to Boston. Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. I, so I think... The team that had her spirit had to win. <laughs> well, and in all fairness, like the Whitecaps did just get their goaltender back after being on long-term injured reserve. So Amanda Levile coming back, huge game changer. And they put up nine goals on the Boston Pride in two games, which is like, <laughs> what? Like they have the goaltender who is going to probably hold the record for a very, very, very long time on the number of shutouts in a season in Kareem Schroeder. And they put up nine goals in two games. What? Well, <laughs> what? So the, the playoff Whitecaps, season, <laughs> playoff season, playoff hockey chaos, which you know mm. we adore. Yeah. Um. So the Whitecaps sweep the Pride right on out of the playoffs, and there weren't many people in the world who thought that Minnesota was going to win that series, mm-hmm. let alone sweep that series. Yeah. And then we move to the other, the the Toronto-based games, Mm -hmm. which was the Toronto Six versus the Connecticut Whale. Connecticut, first game, 5-3 dub. It was a beautiful game. It was a wonderful game. I absolutely adored watching it. The second game, it was a very, very close game, and it was a 3-2 loss. So we're going to a game three because the... We've got a split series, 1-1, winner take all. And the Toronto Six were like, we're doing this. 3-0 shutout in game three. And it was it was a tough game to watch, not going to lie. Like, as a Whale fan, it was a tough game to watch. As a hockey fan, beautiful game. Absolutely adored it. <laughs> as a Whale fan, I was like, oh, pain. Um, especially because it was Shannon Turner's very last game in a Whale sweater. Mm-mm. And she is a, a founding member of the NWHL slash PHF. She announced at the beginning of the season that this was going to be her final season. And the, the, their last home game, they had a beautiful ceremony for Shannon. Um, amazing videos, the whole nine yards, you know, perfect tribute for the captain that, you know, is, is retiring. She's, she's putting it all out on the ice. And that last game, it was beautiful. Cause they were like, you know, She's not done. She's got more games to play. And I would have loved if they would have made it to the final. Mm, and yeah, she had tough. one more game to play. Mm. But in the long run, this podcast did donate $42 to Active Minds. Uh, we did match Shannon Doyle's uh donation she so she donates for every shot she blocked which as a forward you would think not that many shots blocked she blocked 42 this season oh goodness um that's some bruises yeah well and her her philosophy behind it was she wanted to have a physical reminder of something that is often not seen active minds is a charitable organization that helps with uh people who are suffering with mental health issues 
And so she wanted a, a physical reminder mm -hmm. of a very invisible situation that most people are going through. Um, so we, along with many other people across PHF world, uh, did match her donation. Several of her teammates not only matched, but like double and tripled said donation. Um, Mallory Soliotis donated her jersey number, which, oh, by the way, is 74. Um, okay. <laughs> so huge stick taps there. But, I mean, she always laid her body on the line for the team. So it was tough to not see her get a chance, one more chance, at hoisting the Isbell Cup. Yeah. So then we get to move to a nationally televised PHF game at Mullet Arena. <laughs> the one and only. And where is that? Beth? Where is that again? That would be in Arizona. Where where exactly in Arizona? Isn't it in Tempe? At um Arizona State? Yeah, it's, a, it's a, Arizona State University. It's home of the Arizona State Stone Devils and the Arizona Coyotes of the National <laughs> And we had the Minnesota Whitecaps facing off against the Toronto Six. And this game was everything you want a championship game to be. There was a lot of back and forth. Mm. There was uh, several lead, lead changes and ties. Mm. And at the end of 60 minutes, my friends, it was tied. Mm. We went to playoff overtime, which in the event that you were unaware, as most of us were unaware prior to the PHF playoff starting, PHF playoff overtime is not the same as NHL playoff overtime or AHL or ECHL. It is a 20-minute three-on-three three period followed by a shootout if necessary. Yes, ma'am. Chaos! See, see, this is why we love WoHo, because chaos! Oh, However, the men's leagues could deliver playoff three-on-three overtime. It was... Ugh. Stunning. It was fast paced. It was just absolute mm. beauty. You could tell the players were tired. I mean, that is the story of, of playoff overtime hockey. You can feel the exhaustion. Mm -hmm. Just like looking at them uh, through a TV screen, you're like, oh, oh, I'm tired watching you be tired. Like, this is rough. <laughs> And I'm comfy on my couch. <laughs> like I've got my comfy blanket and I'm like crawl up on my couch and I'm tired watching like, you oh, be tired. That must suck. <laughs> um, and the Toronto Six did end the game in overtime with a beautiful goal. Toronto! Final score. Four to three, six. And then... The most beautiful moment happened when none other than the mullet-wearing goalie of our dreams, mm. Carly Tough Mustard Jackson, mm. hoisted the Isabel Cup in Mullet Arena. You can't write it better than that. It's just beautiful. Beautiful.
I mean, the goaltending tandem of Elaine Chuli and Carly mm. Jackson ah. is just absolutely astonishing. They are a tendy pairing that you want to have. And I hope that they are a tendy pairing that continue to exist for many seasons to come. Because she has been with Toronto since they came into the league, hasn't she? That is correct. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you know, that doesn't necessarily always mean that that's where they're going to stay. Okay, um, painful thoughts. I mean, Allie Thunstrom, ma'am, you used <laughs> to play for the Minnesota Whitecaps, and then she moved to the Boston Pride. But they kept her spirit. They kept her spirit. <laughs> They kept, they were like, you can go to Boston, but we're just going to take this. Thanks. Thank um, you. Thanks. <laughs> um, so it, it was a great, the celebration has been absolutely stunning. Um, anybody who is on Twitter, you're aware that Elon Musk did recently remove all of the legacy blue check marks from anyone who's not paying for Twitter. And um, that included... All of the PHF teams and the PHF themselves as an organization losing their blue check marks. It also included the NHL teams, which... See, the NHL teams are part of a verified organization, which is also a paid-for service now on Twitter. And they can afford to pay the $1,000-plus a month to be a verified organization and have all of their teams have a verified organization check mark. And even have some of their mascots have a verified organization check mark. I know the other day I was looking, I think it was during an Edmonton game and they were tweeting Mm -hmm. and I was like, wait, there's no check mark. My brain, it doesn't know what to do. (laughs) Is is this the actual team or is somebody doing a thing? Like what's going on here? There's actually also been like several people who have gotten blue check marks back and they're like, hi friends, I'm not paying for Twitter, Mm -hmm. nor have I given them my phone number. So this little blurb, when you click on my check mark is not true. Mm-hmm. So Twitter's just been a hot mess recently, and it's fine. I mean, Twitter's kind of always a hot mess, but now it's just hot messier. This is true. But I guess I'm also glad that if they took the PHF team's check marks away, they also took the NHL check marks yes. away. So we're like, we're getting closer to Take equality here. <laughs> uh, so, but like large organizations that can afford it, there is a verified organizations option with Twitter, and it costs... <laughs> a thousand dollars a month and you can designate up to 10 check marks to people within your organization and then you have to pay additional money for more people to have check marks like there's like chunks like it's 500 dollars, and you get like mm-hmm. x amount more um Why so yeah do that? because elon needs money because he bought twitter and now it's not worth as much he does but like why would anybody <laughs> pay that this <laughs> stupid <laughs> i mean your guess is as good as mine but at the end of the day the toronto six decided if they can't have their blue check mark they put a little trophy next to their name on twitter mm. um it's glorious and it's stunning and we love them we also love the science experiment that they, they i was conducted. gonna say not only are they cup winners, they're scientists. They're scientists. They decided to test their luck. And the final results were, I believe they were five and three or six and three with their experiment results. 
They were wishing the teams that they did not wish to win an NHL playoff game good luck. And if said team did not win, then they did the thing correctly. They even had to do the painful thing where the Toronto Six had to wish the Tampa Bay Lightning the best of luck in games versus the Maple Leafs. It's okay because it works. But it worked. It's okay. But then they realized they weren't being very sportsmanlike. And also they were like, science experiment concluded. We have our results. Thank you so much. Good night. We will go Um, back to being nice Canadians now. (laughs) We will go back to being the Canadians you all expect us to be. We appreciate (laughs) your participation. I'm so sorry (laughs) that we did this. So sorry. sorry. Um, But you know. For science. For science. Science. I I shared many, many like fun science memes anytime they posted (laughs) that they were doing this for science. Um, Including the Bill Nye, the science guy one where he's like, science! (laughs) And it's all like light slippery, whatever. Beautiful. So after playoffs comes award season. Award season. So fun, fun times. All of the awards that I said, oh, word, Satan. (laughs) Fun times. All of the awards awards have not yet been announced. Oh, so I'm kind of digging it because it's like a little bit here, Mm -hmm. a little bit there, a little bit here. But we're going to tell you who has won awards so far. And then we will let you know whose awards are still outstanding. So this should come as absolutely zero shock to anyone who watched any PHF hockey this season. Courtney, would you like to guess who the goalie of the year for the PHF was? Me. (laughs) (laughs) Close. Same first initial. It was Kareen Schroeder. I mean, same thing. Same thing. Kareen Schroeder, Courtney Dagger, same thing. Same thing. Same thing. I could only wish to be as good as she is at absolutely anything. Phenomenal. (laughs) Like, way to go, pride scouting team. Mm. Just being like, hmm, I like you. You go here now. Thanks. Um, She was also, I'm sure this will come as no surprise whatsoever, the PHF Rookie of the Year. Okay, but hold on. She is that good uh-huh. at everything she does. Uh-huh. And she was a rookie. Oh, yeah. She just came a fresh rookie. off of playing college hockey. It's mm-hmm. just so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chaos. Chaos. We stand a great goalie. We absolutely stand great goalies. I mean, if you know us, you know that this is just <laughs> fact. Um, I mean... You can kind of see all the goalie posters above me. You can't just really tell few. what they are on the screen, There's, but they're you know, all goalies. Like a two-time Stanley Cup winner there, mm. and you know, he's also he's over here. And... The one on the very end over there. Yeah. This There's actually goalie. like a goalie stick above my closet over here that you can't see. I have a goalie stick right there. You can kind of see Isn't it. that a quick Crawford goalie stick? It sure is. <laughs> um, goalies! Goalies! <laughs> Uh, we love our fluffy monsters. If you ever, like, if anybody ever hacks our 
our various <laughs> iClouds accounts, they're going to be really confused because anytime I'm at hockey or Courtney's at hockey, mm-hmm. we like send each monsters. other fluffy monster photos, which for anyone who is unaware, that would be a goaltender, my friends. <laughs> um, they are super fluffy. They are they are monstery and then you know with all the things so mm-hmm. it's perfect it's perfect um and then we have Callie Flanagan taking home the Defender of the Year award which if you play for the Boston Pride and you had the season that you had having somebody on your team be the Defender of the Year not shocking not even so, like a little Defender of the Year and goaltender. Yeah, yeah, and then, and they got swept in the first round. Whoop, 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 broom, 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 and then to top off the Boston Pride winning awards, um, they also had the newcomer of the year in Lauren Gable. So okay, that's just not fair. Anyone who's unfamiliar, the newcomer of the year is not necessarily someone who has not played professional or country level hockey before so she's obviously not a rookie lauren gable has played hockey on an international stage for a very long time she's super good at the hockey real good at it um so the newcomer of the year award is not someone coming fresh out of college it's someone playing their first season in the league so they do have that distinction so not only did they have the rookie of the year Mm -hmm. coming fresh out of college Mm -hmm. but they also had the newcomer of the mm-hmm. year with her first season in the PHF. How I... did they do it? Boston Magic. Bean Magic. Duncan. Boston Bean Magic. Duncan. Everybody <laughs> wants the Duncan. <laughs> We're Duncan for pride. We're Duncan for the Pride. Let's go. <laughs> if Dunkin' Donuts is not sponsoring the Boston Pride with that tagline, exactly, it needs to be fixed. Exactly, needs Hire to us. be fixed. We'll fix hire it. us. We got you. We got, we got you. I have a marketing got. degree. It's fine. We got you. I'm I'm eight credits shy of a bachelor's degree in teaching. I've got you. It's fine. Yes. Yes. I just can't afford to not work and student teach for 16 weeks. I am a grown woman with like bills. That's fair. <laughs> Unpaid internships are dumb. Um, yeah, should be illegal. But anyway, we're Duncan really for the pride. <laughs> Duncan for the pride. And then one of my favorite awards um, that the PHF has is the Denna Lang Award. The best representation on the men's hockey side of things would be the Bill Masterton Trophy. Okay. Um, So the Denna Lang Award is actually named after Denna Lang. She did play for the Boston Pride. She suffered a very, very serious spinal cord injury in a game Mm -hmm. and is now a wheelchair user. She Um, was checked into the boards? Correct. And that's how it happened? Okay. Correct. Um, It was a very scary injury. Um, Mm -hmm. 10 out of 10 do not recommend finding it yeah. on youtube um Oof, no do definitely. not like just trust trust me don't do it mm-hmm. um and so the the award every team puts somebody up for the Denneling award and it is awarded based on perseverance sportsmanship and dedication to the sport um the winner of this year's Denneling award is lauren kelly and she is also by the way of the Boston Pride. Um. <laughs> so they got swept, but they are sweeping the awards. Well, much like the NHL 
these awards are usually based on regular season performance and not mm -hmm. postseason stuff. Um, so this is her, her fifth season in the PHF. Okay. She had an absolutely awful ankle injury that happened mm -hmm. in preseason. She had to have surgery. And she was out of the lineup for the entire year. Oh. She did maintain a positive attitude and embraced her unexpected role on the team. And she kept her commitment to supporting her teammates and never wavered. And she pushed beyond her limits during rehab with her goal of getting back on the ice. Um, so th those are stories. I mean, again, it's very similar to the Masterton trophy. Like yeah. these are the stories that you hear when it comes to things like this. Um, other nominees for this award did include uh, Lavisa Bertson from Buffalo. She did have hip surgery um, on both hips and she's a goaltender. Oh. So I'm sure that you can imagine. Um, we also had Mallory Soliotis from the Connecticut whale, which she broke her femur Wah! at the game in Pittsburgh. Mm. Uh, we had Casey Anderson from the metropolitan riveters, John Albers from Minnesota whitecaps and Sophie Batie from the Montreal force and Brianne Wilson Bennett from the Toronto six. So, all amazing players. All of them had their various struggles this season mm -hmm. and all very, very deserving nominees for this award. I would not be surprised. I, I want to see Mallory Soliotis back on the ice. Um, recovering from a femur break is unfun. She left Pittsburgh with some extra steel inside uh, mm. from the Steel City. From the Steel City. And it was great to see her um back in the rink for the last mm -hmm. couple games of the season and during the playoff push and no cast there probably were crutches but i didn't see any but most of the time i also saw her sitting down um, but again she is a player of the game called hockey which means that she is built a different way a different. than most human beings um so i really hope to see her back on the ice next year she was fantastic to watch on Twitter during whale games during the season because she was just living her best like Twitter analyst life. Oh, and it amazing. was amazing. Um, so we hope to see Mal back on the ice. She's got some unfinished business. And I really hope to see her in some green and blue. Um, I was very stoked when the whale signed her last off season. And I'm hoping to see her back this season coming up. Fingers, toes, dog ears, everything crossed. Um, can't wait. So the only two awards that have not had results announced yet, mm -hmm. they are the MVP and the Outstanding Player of the Year. And I'm sure it will come as no surprise to anyone that the three nominees for both of these awards are the exact same people. <laughs> so for these two awards, MVP, Outstanding Player of the Year, we have Lauren Gable from the Boston Pride, mm -hmm. Kareen Schroeder from the Boston Pride, mm -hmm. and Kennedy friggin' Marchment from the Connecticut Whale, because she is on fire, and she has been. And she broke the league record for consecutive games with a point this season. On She's got to take one of those, right? At least. she ha Like, if she doesn't take Outstanding Player of the Year... Right. I will be sad. I would like, love to see her win MVP because she was the first Will player to be the MVP 
And that happened last season. So I would very much love for a little back-to-back whale MVP action. That wouldn't hurt my feelings. Oh, you know, do they have a date when they're going to announce these yet? Not that I've seen. So they should announce Kennedy as the winner when the Dallas Stars beat the Minnesota Wild. And just have it a family event. That would be absolutely beautiful. Also, much love. And then Dallas should also announce it because they need to recognize her as the better Marchment player. Correct. And (laughs) I will say she is absolutely the superior Marchment. Her cousin is also a great Marchment. Like, don't get me wrong. Wonderful Marchment. I think he scored a goal last night. I think so. But also, good human being. Because when Joel Pavelski got rocked Mm. mason Mm -hmm. marchment was like i've got you buddy Mm -hmm. and not only did he skate him back to the bench he also walked him down the tunnel until the trainers were like stop it we've got this Mm. and then he was like okay so just a good family just a beautiful family and i mean obviously mason went through some stuff this year losing his dad Mm -hmm. um kennedy lost her uncle obviously Mm -hmm. a tough thing to go through um especially considering that he was also, you know, a player of the hockey. Um, so someone that they both obviously looked up to mm-hmm. growing and up. a very popular player. Him. Oh, yeah. Yep. Adored him. Um, so hopefully by the next time we record a woe show, we will have more awards to announce. Um, I'm all on board for Kennedy taking them. I am too. Like, she's got to get at least one. At least she's, one of them. She's got to. Look, Kareen already has two. Lauren exactly. has one. Kennedy needs one of those. Exactly. Like, come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> like, the pride can't take all the awards. Somebody else from a different team has to win one of the awards. For real. Full For real. real. Full real. So. I mean, the six did win a cop and they didn't, so. There's that. There is that. Um, but I mean, <laughs> the Boston Pride did win back to back. True. And speaking of Boston, they just try- tied the game at two. Arr, stop we it, need Bruins. to stop talking about Boston. Move okay, on. Anyway. Move on. <laughs> Goodbye, Boston. It is my favorite time of the summer. Yes. It is free agency season. <laughs> um, however, Right now, there's only been one announced, I will say announced, confirmed, pen to paper, inked deal in the PHF. Look, they're really throwing the news at us faster than we can comprehend. <laughs> well, and so there's a lot of like, so-and-so rumored to sign here. So-and-so mm-hmm. rumored to sign here. I have heard several rumors that Kareen Schroeder is not returning to the Boston Pride and will be joining the Montreal Force, which would just be insane. Um, yeah. So, I mean, Madison Packer definitely 100% canceled the second year of her contract with the Riveters. And what she's doing next has yet to be announced. So... Who knows? But also, anyone who signed a two-year deal was given that option with the announcement of the salary cap doubling because, obviously, the old contracts were based on the previous salary cap, Mm -hmm. not the new salary cap. So they were all given the option to waive their second year. I know. Imagine that. Imagine hockey could never. 
They would never, not just could never, would never. You got a point there. Would never. Would so never. They, they were all given the option to cancel the second years of their contracts to renegotiate. Or maybe find a new home somewhere else. And do the thing. Because I mean, like, another season, another doubling of the PHF salary cap. And now we're talking like seven figures per team. We're over a million dollars per team. And the whale have taken the opportunity to utilize this new salary cap to bring none other than Olympic gold medalists, eight-time IIHF world champion from Team USA, Casey Bellamy, has signed with the Connecticut Whale. USA! USA! Um, like there were rumors that she wanted to play again, mm-hmm. and then there were she so came many out of retirement. Correctly, last year she w- worked for the PHF as like okay. a scouting person. Like I think she was the like director of player scouting and development or something along those lines. I can't remember the exact title, mm-hmm. which was a super amazing like hire. Oh, like yeah. they they brought in Reagan Carey who was the architect of many of the team USA women's hockey teams. Um, They brought in Reagan Carey and then everybody was like, we love Reagan. We want to, we want to go with, with Reagan. (laughs) And so Casey Bellamy worked for the PHF and then the PHF was doing a thing at the hockey hall of fame. You know, that place where they keep all the, the hockey memorabilia. In, in the Toronto mm. and Erica Ayala, who I adore. I love listening to broadcasts that she's on. She's fantastic color commentator. Um, she asked her, do you still want to play? <laughs> and she was like, you know, I've thought about it. Possibly. Maybe. And now she is. Oh, I'm so excited. That's going to be a fun thing to watch. It is. And then the the beauty of the PHF is they give players the option if they would like to disclose their salary details. Mm -hmm. Casey has elected to take that option. She did sign with the wheel for $122,000 salary this season. Not bad. Like, hold on. (laughs) A livable... One job wage. <laughs> I'd say that's like more than livable, depending on where you live. It's Connecticut, so a little, eh. little expensive. Yeah. Can be a little, can be a little expensive. That's fair. That's fair. But one hundred twenty-two thousand dollars. Like, solid. look at that. A livable wage. Mm-hmm. Seven thousand dollars signing bonus. Mm. And she's gonna be rocking that blue and green. Smiley Pucky hanging out. That's exciting. It is. And I mean, like, the PHF has mascots this past season, which was beautiful. Um, The Pride have this little, like, lioness. Mm. And the Toronto Six have a bear. And the 
Buffalo Buttes. I'm sure you'll be shocked to know that they have a buffalo. Um, I'm, I'm sure that shocks everybody that the Buttes mascot is a buffalo. It's not a buffalo slug? Like, come on. Oh, I know. It's rude. And it's also <laughs> not a buffalo goat. It is just a buffalo. The, tra- um, the, the Connecticut whale did the only thing that they could do in terms of mascots. And they brought back Pucky the whale. Beautiful. It was stunning. Loved seeing Pucky at whale games. Um, like full blown heart for whalers Pucky. And I love That's it. amazing. I love it so much. Um, love it so much. Pucky's tattooed on my arm. It's fine. <laughs> I adore it. His little hockey stick smile. Um, but but yeah, so they, they brought Pucky back. Now they've got Casey freaking Bellamy. Um, it's gonna be a fun season. We'll do a cup next year. Maybe that will be really Maybe. exciting. Maybe um, they'll uh, take the goalie away from Montreal so she doesn't sign there and she signs with Connecticut. Look, if we had Kareen Schroeder and Abby Ives, look out, world! Watch out, because uh. Uh, that goalie tandem would be one that tops the Elaine Chuli Carly Jackson situation. Hey, hey, no, no, hey. no, I'm, hey. I'm just saying, hey, <laughs> I'm just saying, watch your mouth. <laughs> I see my mouth on the computer hey. screen. It said the words, <laughs> it said the words. I said what I said. Mm. Um, I did, I did. So, mm. season eight in the books. Two more awards that we're waiting on announcements for. And they're the biggies. Kennedy, Kennedy, Kennedy. Kennedy. I mean, this was her second season in the PHF. You know, the kids are all right. The The kids kids are all right. And I'm also really excited because there are a lot of NCAA players, Mm -hmm. a lot of international players who are very interested in what this league has to offer. Mm-hmm. We're still awaiting the announcement of the PWHPA league. I feel like we've been here before. I feel like we're literally a, literally a, a, a year ago, we were in the same position that we're in right now where we were waiting for the PWHPA to announce a league that they said was going to happen and play the next season. No, um, just join the PHF. Just do it. Oh, could you imagine? Like, we could have Coast to Coast Woho if that happened. Right. Um, The rumors that I am hearing about the PWHPA League are that they are looking at two to three Canadian cities for teams and three to four U.S. cities for teams. Mm -hmm. And it's like, just be friends. that's going to be tough. Like they have to go to the markets where they're already established. Right. So it's going to be tough to compete with like another Toronto team, another Montreal team, uh-huh. another Boston team. Uh-huh. I know. So just why can't because, we like, be friends? The, unfortunately, at this point, WoHo doesn't have the viewership that men's hockey does just because historically it's been really hard to watch the games now Mm -hmm. it's getting easier but you have to get more of those people on board to watch more consistently to have 
two teams in one city. Mm-hmm. And the PHF is doing amazing stuff growing that. And people are so excited about it. And like you said, players are so excited to join them. So just jump into the thing that's already trying to take off. <laughs> and I mean, and not even trying to take off at this point. It is they, taking they off. They are taking off. I mean, yeah. when a lot of the national team players left the, PA, the, the NWHL, which is what it was mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. and formed the PWHPA, they had a list of grievances, which is understandable. Like if yeah. you're playing professional sports, mm-hmm. you have a certain expectation. Mm-hmm. And historically, women's hockey hasn't had those things allowed to them. They've had to exactly. be hockey players on the side of being like teachers and nurses mm-hmm. and doctors and all of Scientists these other, like yeah, all these things. all of these other crazy professions that take up so much of your time, mm-hmm. and if that's what they're passionate about, like that's great, they can do that. Yeah. But if they just want to be hockey players, they couldn't. Yes, because they but... didn't. They couldn't earn a livable wage, and that was a big part of it. And also, mm-hmm. like insurance, because we just went over this with all those injuries that you were telling us about. Like, yeah, <laughs> and. So they they presented the NWHL mm-hmm. with their grievances. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are the things that you've mentioned. Livable wage, mm-hmm. insurance. You know, the normal things that any employee expects from the organization that they work for. Right. In the seasons since that division, mm-hmm. the salary cap has doubled, I think, four times now. <sighs> The PHF now provides medical, mm-hmm. vision, dental for all players, their spouses, and their children. What? Oh, yes, ma'am. Wow. The league minimum salary next season is $33,000. Wow. Up from like twelve five, I think it was. Right. Like that's a livable wage. Again, again, depending on where you live. Yeah, but, but even with like a roommate, that right. is you're living you with can, a teammate. That you that's... can live on that. It's not yeah. living like you have to have another job mm-hmm. because you can make that work. Yes. And so all of the boxes are being checked. Mm-hmm. The biggest hurdle right now, which is also a problem for me, is the ownership group in the mm-hmm. PHF is not as diverse as it okay. should be. There are mm-hmm. still several ownerships that own multiple teams. Okay. They're starting to branch away and they're starting to get interested groups in purchasing teams like the, the sale of the Toronto six this past off season. Um, that was, you know, step one, that, that is mm-hmm. a team that is divested from the group. The, the problem that most of the members of the PWHPA have with the PHF is the Boynton family. Um, they have some investments and money and they run certain organizations in countries that we don't all agree with, particularly okay. one that's, that's very large and has their own professional men's hockey league of mm. their own. So I, I can understand having a problem with that i get it Mm -hmm. so if we can divest these teams 
have more diverse ownership mm -hmm. and then lessen the hold that the that that family has on the league mm -hmm. i think that's the next step but also that kind of comes back to like if you have this ownership issue for lack of a better term in the phf if you have a second league mm -hmm. you need more owners for Correct. more teams. Correct. So I don't see how that solves that issue. It just kind of makes it worse. <laughs> yes. And also, if you just bring all your friends mm -hmm. and these people who are going to be... Because if I'm understanding things correctly, this league is probably going to start out a lot like the NWHL did, where however many teams they have will most likely be owned by a singular entity. Mm. That's how the PHF So that doesn't starts. solve that issue at all. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> if you take said entity mm -hmm. and say, here's the franchise fee for a PHF team, mm -hmm. there's already a structure in place. There's already like protocols in place. We already have like bylaws and policies and all of these things mm -hmm. because you know we believe that humans have rights mm -hmm. and like people can exist and we want to give them a safe place to do that then you know you have all this already in place you don't have to do right. it you don't have to and do then it. that group doesn't have to pay for an entire league to exist thank you they can focus on their one or few teams if they mm -hmm. own a couple. Mm -hmm. And they can put all of their effort into that instead of owning or an even... entire league and trying to make that do a thing. Yeah. And if like that financial infrastructure is, say, several smaller groups who have all mm -hmm. banded together to be able to afford to start like a whole new sports league, which, oh, by the way, is not inexpensive in any way shape or form mm -hmm. then instead of being one large conglomeration of a whole bunch of small groups each of those small groups could maybe say instead invest in a phf team uh -huh. and pay the franchise fee uh -huh. and then you have a whole bunch of small groups who own teams, teams. and then that solves your issue right there imagine that look see this is why they just need to hire us right we just make sense we just, just make sense. sense i mean we've pled with the blackhawks to do it for years but <laughs> if there is one organization that doesn't make any sense it's that one so phf hire us we got your back exactly. we can make magical things happen in our two very very chaotic neurodivergent minds mm -hmm. but at this point i feel like the phw p whatever the hell it is there's too many letters in there <laughs> they need to hire us true the pwhpa thank you yes the professional because the PHF, women, they, they got it going on they know what they're doing they mm -hmm. have a thing and they keep improving mm -hmm. the thing and mm -hmm. making it better mm -hmm. whereas please say all these letters for me again P-W-H-P-A. Thank you. They mm -hmm. don't. don't. 
So I know it helps my brain. I don't know if it'll help your brain. Sometimes we share the same brain, so maybe mm-hmm. it'll work. PWHPA stands for Professional Women's Hockey Player Association. Okay. So I know sometimes if I know mm-hmm. what it stands for, then my brain's like, oh, that's the that's the order that the K. The Got problem it. for me is that it gets mixed up in my brain with the Professional Hockey Writers Association. Same. So I'm like, oh my god, there's too many P's and H's and W's and A's. I don't know what to do with them all. So I'm just going to start saying them in alphabetical order. (laughs) The A-H-P-W's. (laughs) You can guess which one I'm talking about. Figure it out yourself. Figure it out. (laughs) You're talking about the P-W-H-P-A instead of the P-H-W- that there's an extra p in one so if you say like the a h p p w then you know you're talking about woho Mm -hmm. if you say the a h p w then obviously you're talking about hockey writers yeah see that just makes more sense in my brain just do it alphabetically you don't have to figure out which order they go in you already know we've learned the alphabet song since we were like negative three years old it's fine here's the fun thing about my brain because i'm like oh the professional hockey writers association but that would be the ahpw so it's the association of hockey people writing (laughs) i mean it's true it's true it's it's true same words different order hello so before we wrap up and we the do this would be the association of hockey professional people womening yes gotcha they're womening they're womening <laughs> i love womening <laughs> oh god before we wrap up the first woe show of this season and it's going in true you and me fashion yeah. we have to talk about the IIHF Women's Worlds that once again returned to North America happened in Brampton, Ontario. The crowd was buzzing. Hmm. But there, there was enough there were enough like US and Canada fans in the building that they were having like competing chants going on oh. and then of course the Canadians won out because they were in Canada so obviously <laughs> There are a lot more of them. Who um, really won out in the end? <laughs> oh, we are going to get there, ma'am. Patience. Right. I'm just Patience. the spoiler chaos queen. You are. Okay. So first exciting <laughs> thing, as we're talking about women's hockey, we had yes. 10 PHF players on world's rosters this season. 10. Is that a record? I believe so, yes. That's exciting. Well, Probably for the PHF era, I believe yeah. that's a record. Not obviously when the, the other when the NWHL existed, <laughs> like a lot of national team players yeah. played, and then so yeah, and then you know the, the whole thing we just talked about happened, and so yeah, yes. um, we had five on Chechia. Dang. Th- okay. Uh, no, we had three on Team Hungary. Okay. Let's one go. on one on Team Switzerland. Okay. And one on. USA. No Canada. Yet. Hmm. Um, also, you have to think of how 
close to the end of the PHF playoffs. The mm. IIHF Women's World started. That's true. It was very close. It was super close. Obviously, your body needs time to recover. So, and it was it was close, but far enough away to where like you've gotten to that point where it's like all the owies have mm-hmm. have shown themselves. So I understand. I totally get it. That's very true. I will say. Team USA had some struggles at the starts of games. Are we surprised? No, because the roster confused me. <laughs> Again, are we surprised? <laughs> no, because US ho- USA hockey. Oh. Um, they had some shaky starts to games. Like there were peer- when they played Japan, mm-hmm. Japan scored first. Oh. I love Team Japan. <laughs> I do too. They're so respectful and it's so really beautiful. Do. Like, I Every love... Every time international women's hockey comes around, they're just like, go Japan! Come <laughs> on! Um, and I also, like, I just love how respectful they are to the ice in the game. Uh-huh. So, like, before they go out for warm-ups, like, every player bows to the ice. Uh-huh. And before they leave at the end of a game, they bow to the crowd. And they bow to the other team. And then they bow to the ice as they're leaving. Like, it's just, it's beautiful. Love There's Japanese culture. a lot culture. more respect in other cultures than there are in uh, North American cultures. You be correct. Um, <laughs> so, like, it was a little scary. Because, obviously, there were a lot of questions when the U.S. women's roster was announced. There were several names that were missing. And everybody was like, um. Like, Who? Well, I mean, obviously we know that Kendall Coyne Schofield was not going to be playing the hockey because she's currently making a baby Schofield. She's um, having a baby. She's having a baby and we're so excited. Um, so obviously we knew she was not going to be on the roster. Uh, Jincy Dune was not on the roster. And that was like... Huh. Jesse Comper was not on the roster. What? The superior comper was not on the roster. Yeah. That one had me like scratching my head in a very mm-hmm. confused state. They went with this kind of youth movement situation. A lot of younger players. And K. Um, sure. Alrighty then. That's um K. Okay. We'll see it's how this goes. Um. There were some shaky starts to games, and I was like, this is what happens when you don't have people like Jessica Comfort on your roster. Hello! Um, so, but, you know, in the end, it all worked out. They did end up winning the games that they had shaky starts to, but if you're watching the beginning of the game, it was like, oh, 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 oh. So, it happens. Yes, um, for those of you who don't typically watch woho but are tuning in so you can learn more about it if you're watching the nhl playoffs it would be like watching the toronto maple leafs in the past two games it's like how you fair fair very fair or it would be like watching i don't know say like the minnesota wild (laughs) or you know some games with the Edmonton Oilers versus the Kings. Like, bro. bro. Um, So it was, it was concerning. It was very Mm -hmm. concerning. And like, 
not having Jesse Comfer on the roster to make a men's hockey comparison would kind of be like the Maple Leafs being like, you know who we're going to sit tonight? You know what? You know what? Hmm. Let's see. We're going to sit. Oh, why did his name just leave my brain? I'll help you out. Give me a hint. John Tavares. Johnny C. Yes, John Tavares. That would be the one. Because she's not like the primary scorer. She's not the captain. That was Kendall Coyne Schofield. Hillary Knight took Mm -hmm. over for her. But, like, it's that one where it's like... (laughs) What? Why he not playing? Yeah. Like... It, it, it would be like him going to training camp and then being like, you know what, John? We're good this year. <laughs> We're good. You can go. I'm just gonna... You're already home. You're in Toronto. But you can, like, go you to your can... house. You can just, like, go to your house, hang out. We'll let you know if we need you. But for right now, we're good. We're good. Because, like, obviously, like... Austin Matthews, goal scoring. Yes. Other guy whose name is leaving my brain. Mitch Marner, William Nylander. Mitch Mitch Marner, William Nylander. They're like the Amanda Kessels (laughs) and the Hillary Knights. Like, they're them. Jesse Comfer is like the John John Tavares. She's not the captain, but she's also not like the leading goal scorer. Mm -hmm. But she's that person who literally pulls it all together. Just won the NCAA championship with Minnesota. And then didn't make the Team USA roster. Mm-hmm. Questions. 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 Questions, USA Hockey. Questions. Questions. It's like when you left Phil Kessel off the roster. Why you do that? Uh, USA hockey makes a lot of strange choices. I will say I absolutely loved when Phil Kessel was like, I feel like there's something I'm supposed to be doing today. (laughs) That was so good. It just made my AirPod fall out. I laughed so much. (laughs) Um, The other family is also a bunch of legends right there. Phil and Amanda. Their brother Blake played here in Jacksonville. Ah, that's beautiful. Yes. So there are, there actually Kessel Iceman jerseys exist. That's fantastic. I also ran into him and his wife one time at Walmart. Oh, um, how wonderful. Yes. And she coaches for Hockey Canada. Really? On the U18 side. Yes, really. Well, that's awesome. Courtney Kessel. Hey. Life of Blake Kessel. Hey. Imagine <laughs> that. Um. What a name. What a name. What a name. And then, oh, and she also has like a tiny, they have a tiny human now and oh. adorable. Um, <laughs> there was also a moment in the preliminary round where we all went, because cause, cause Finland beat France 14 to 1. <clears throat> and it was one of those where like, you looked at and you're like, did I, did I see that right? Did somebody did, put like an extra number? Did like you hit 
the four when you were trying to put in a one or did you hit like the one when you were trying to put in the four because you know they're like right on top of each other on the number mm-hmm. pad it's like did you be like four to one or is it tied one to one yeah like oh what what do it was a there was a whole <laughs> whole situation um and then we get to the metal rounds um something that we loved to see team chechia came home with bronze ah. for the phf that is beautiful that that is five phf players that's wild five phf players winning a bronze medal at the iahf women's worlds and not being a part of team canada or usa yeah wow um and then of course everybody who likes to dump on women's hockey will be like of course the gold medal game was in the versus us because there's no parody in women's hockey um so of course the gold medal game was between canada and the u.s (laughs) Okay, but everybody looks forward to those games because they are amazing. They are amazing. They're fast and they're as physical as a women's hockey game can be. Is allowed to be. They are spicy. I will say is allowed to be because if those rules were taken away, mm, these let me tell you, might be bloodbaths. Full body contact was allowed in women's hockey. Ma'am. 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 Unfortunately, it's not. It's fine. It is what it is. Maybe one day, because equality matters. For real. Like, why do they think we can't handle it? Pardon me? Did you know that women, like, birth humans out of their bodies? And you think we can't handle a body check? Right. Like, could you imagine squirting a watermelon out of your body, male? I don't think so. Sir? No, I don't think so. Thank you. We can handle some body chicken. Thank you very much. Hmm. Um, I'd be running people over left and right. Mm. I will. The the Canada-USA game was insane. As could be expected. (laughs) As to be expected. But also insane because... The Canada-USA game had three goals scored in a minute and 12 seconds in the closing two minutes of the of the game. The, it was, in, like, I was watching the game and I was just like, okay. okay <laughs> that happened, okay. Oh, oh, that, okay. Like, only one of those was an empty net goal. Only one. Oh, the lap. Lord. Uh, Team USA pulled the upset with this roster that doesn't make any sense because <laughs> chaos and beat Canada to win gold at the IAHF Women's Worlds after a four goal three third period. Four goals in the third period. They were down Three to two. Mm. The final score of the game was six to three. <laughs> Hillary Knight had a hat trick. Oh, it was Didn't Amanda Kessel score. I believe she did. Yes, did she tie the game. Did I hear that correctly? 
Yes, she had the game tying goal. That is correct. Because it was Hillary, then Amanda, Mm. then Hillary, Hillary. Mm. Like, insanity. I have friends who... So, I very much sit on the fence when it comes to cheering for Team Canada and and Team US on the women's hockey side of things. Mm -hmm. Not so much on the fence for men's hockey. USA, all day, baby. (laughs) Um, But on the women's side of things, like, I love players from both sides. Uh I love Marie-Philippe Poulin. Like, amazing. I love Emma Malte. There are a lot of women on the team on the Hockey Canada roster that I adore. Sarah Nurse. I mean, the list could go on and on and on. Mm-hmm. I also love a lot of players on the Team US side of things. I love Kendall Coins Gofield. I love Hillary Knight. I love just down the list. Jesse Confer, the mm-hmm. Superior Confer. Um, last year during the NHL playoffs, I made I told somebody that if Jimothy Timothy Confer, mm-hmm. the less superior Confer, scored a hat trick. I would stop referring to him as Jesse's brother. <laughs> it only seems fair when they it talk does. about women's hockey players. If they have a male relative who plays hockey, mm-hmm. they become Darnell Nurse's cousin, Mason yep. Marchman's cousin, Jim JT Confer's sister. Like, mm-hmm. no, that is not Phil Kessel's sister. That is Amanda Kessel's brother. Mm-hmm. That is Jesse Confer's brother. That is I've Sarah heard Nurse's get, I've heard them get a little better about it talking about Darnell Nurse and Sarah Nurse. They have gotten better at it. Because they're like, uh, uh, one of these is definitely superior to the other one. And, uh, and she's on the cover <laughs> of an NHL game and he's not. Yeah. Um, oh, God, she's so good. Oh, It's a lot better on like the TSN broadcasts mm-hmm. than it is on any US-based broadcasts well. that is displaying women's hockey um yes but on the tsm broadcast you also have like tessa bonum and like actual women's hockey players commentators on there too right or she on sportsnet i think she's on as well or some one of them (laughs) but like they actually have like former women's hockey players talking about women's hockey so imagine that they're not going to be like oh that's that's jt's sister out there no that's jesse confer yeah and they're on like every panel, and I love it. Oh, they're because they're also they just, on men's hockey panels, and we need more exactly, exactly. Oh, they're on like the NHL panels, and they contribute so much to it. They do, and, I and mean, it's not it even was... like a thing. You have oh, there's the women's player. They're just there talking about the game, and you listen to them because they know what they're talking about. They know what they're talking about. What? So, ah, we <laughs> Courtney, we have to get off our soapbox because no. Women, womening, women, womening. <laughs> we are women, womening. Okay, <laughs> association of hockey player people, womening. Uh. <laughs> womening is superior. Womening is superior. <laughs> we can do everything, okay, and we can multitask. Men, take that. Exactly. And we love all of the men who also approve of the womening and support the womening. It's true. We do. We absolutely adore them. Yes. So before we wrap this up, Madam Dagger, demigoddess of chaos. Tis I. Where can the people find you on the interwebs? Oh, the people, all of the beautiful people out there, whether they are womening or if they are menning, they can find me at 
Courtney Dagger on Twitter at Courtney Dagger 50 on Instagram. And you can expect as much chaos as has been in this episode and lots of womening. It's true. I mean, <laughs> you come to our socials, expect womening. I mean, There's lots of womening. Full disclosure we women often. <laughs> like, I feel like it's part of the requirement. It is. Um, being Chaotic womening. Chaotic womening. Um, what we do. Yes. Um, and of course, if you'd like to check out the me on the socials, do it. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at WonderBeffers. And you can send me a request on Instagram and I will approve or disapprove because there's a lot of weird people out there. Depending on how well you do the womening or the menning. It's true. It's true. Um, mm-hmm. And you can find me on the gram at good better Beffers. If you send me a friend request and it's coming from the podcast, please just send me a message to let me know that you listen to our podcast and I will absolutely approve your follow request. Don't be one of those people who's like, this was the hardest message for me to send. No, no. Just be like, Hey, caught you on the woe show. Wanted to follow you on the on on the gram, see the pictures of the cat, and and the hockey things and Gary. all. Gary, uh, he's the best. He, him and baby. I feel like if we lived closer, they would so be best friends. Probably. They would, but they'd also they would, just stare at each other like, "What are you?" We but would they'd have to like them, secretly love each other. We'd have to get them like cat harnesses and like take them on walks <laughs> and stuff. Yes, beautiful would be stunning so Beth where can the people find this show on the socials on the socials you once again can find us on the bird and also on the gram at taco hockey pod fair warning I suck at twitter I might need to get more Courtney help on the twitter side of things because I'm awful at it oh my twitter is chaotic (laughs) there are there's a lot of yelling and that's chaos. fine. That's part of womening. <laughs> That's Both true. Both of those things are part of womening. Yelling That's and chaos. True. Cis and womening, then, trans womening, all of the womening, beautiful. All of the womening. We cis support- menning, cis or trans menning, also beautiful as long as you're one yes. of the good ones. Correct. <laughs> um, and on the YouTube, you can find us at Let's Talk Will Hockey. If you find us on the tubes, make sure you like, comment, share, do all the YouTube thingies. Oh, and subscribe, the subscribe thingy. And hit the little bell, ding, um, and turn the notifications on because we won't bug you that often. I promise. It's been like six weeks. Six Six weeks. It won't be that long usually. It's just you know, it's it's a it's a time right now. It it was a time. Life happened. Med changes happened, which are awful. And med Uh, shortages happened. Med shortages also happened. Mm. Doctor changes. Insanity life but we're back we are we back bring all of the chaos chaos chaotic womening forever i feel like that should just be our tagline forever (laughs) Um, (laughs) so for me beth and me courtney over here on this other side this has been the 52nd episode of let's talk about hockey also, the season premiere for episode or season three, not episode yes. three, season three. This isn't was, Star Wars. We have seasons, not episodes. Was Brandon Bullock number 52? Yeah, B52, baby. There we go. Or or also Bebo. 
because you know Brandon Bullock. <laughs> All right, what guys. Are you like Burbo? No, because B-R-B-O. you just take B-O. No, you just take the B off. Just the B. Mm. Burbo. Just the B. Chaotic Womening! (laughs) We will catch you guys next time. Bye! Bye! Thank you for watching this 5 in a Game Sports Network podcast. Now avoid the stuffy and go enjoy your game misconduct. See you next time.